spectacular play turned in by Bellinger. A remarkable catch by well, Mookie Betts. Taylor, Taylor who makes a diving catch. And I even need you. You got this right here. Put the work in. Put the work in. Five all the left. And deep. And the This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. Your pregame look at the L.A. Dodgers as we take you to first pitch. Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck is presented by Chevrolet. By New Roads. UCLA Health. Keeping you on top of your game. Children's Hospital L.A. From colds to cancer, we got this. The second eye-popping play. Wow. WSS. For all your footwear needs. Proud partner of the Dodgers. Shakey's Pizza. Get more meal for your deal at Shakey's today. And by your SoCal Toyota dealers. We make it easy. Now your host for Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. How do you not love him? Tim Cates. Hi, everybody, and welcome in to Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. Hope you are well on this Friday afternoon. Your Los Angeles Dodgers. Oh, just 77 and 33 on this season. First place atop the A or the NL West, a 16-game lead in the division after a 5-0 homestand that included a sweep of the Padres and Twins. The Dodgers now hit the road. First stop, Kansas City, a three-game series against the Royals. First pitch from Coffin Stadium is coming up at 5-10. Coming up over the next hour here on Morongo Casino, Dodgers on deck. We'll hear from Dodger manager Dave Roberts. We'll preview this pitching matchup in 30 minutes. Your chance to win some season passes to Six Flags Magic Mountain. David Vasse goes one-on-one with Ryan Pepio, and shortly we'll check in with Kirsten Watson. Just a few minutes, we'll send it out to the booth with Rick Monday and Jose Moda in Kansas City. Well, Wednesday night, the Dodgers at the Ravine wrapped up the homestand. The Dodgers picked up for Pepio to win their 10th in a row. Ryan Pepio got the start. Recall from AAA Oklahoma City. The Dodger right-hander pitched into the fifth inning and gave up four runs on five hits while striking out four along the way. The Dodgers offense gave Pepio the early lead. Max Muncie, a solo home run. Cody Bellinger, a sack fly. And just like that, the Dodgers in the second put up a two spot. They led two to nothing. The Dodgers lead, though, didn't last long. In the top of the third, Pepio gave up a three-run home run to Jorge Polanco, then a solo home run to Gary Sanchez in the top of the fifth, and the Twins led four to two. Uh-oh. In the bottom of the fifth, though, the Dodgers answered back. Trey Turner, an RBI single. That made it a 4-3 game. Then Will Smith tied it up. Trey delivers. There's a line drive base hit into right center field. Trey Turner will score. And Will Smith is on his way to second base with a run-producing double, his 62nd RBI of the year. And the Dodgers have pulled all even at 4-4. Four four. RBI double for Will. Dodgers with two in the fifth, tied the game up. In the sixth, the Dodgers retook the lead with two down, two out, 0-2 count for CT3. Taylor out of the box. Now he's back in. No balls, two strikes, two outs. And Taylor with a fly ball to left center field. It's well hit. It's got a chance, and it is gone. The Dodgers have come from behind again. For Taylor, his seventh home run of the year, the Dodgers five and the Twins four. Oh, is this team hot? Seventh home run of the season for Chris. Dodgers a 5-4 lead in the seventh. The Dodgers with some insurance runs. Trey Turner, a one-out double. Will Smith intentionally walked. Joey Gallo up to bat, and he came up and made the Twins pay. Two and one to Gallo. Bringing a fly ball to left center field. Well hit on its way, and it is gone. A home run. 
Joey Gallo with a pinch hit three-run home run. Every move that Dave Roberts has been making tonight has worked to perfection. The Dodgers now lead it eight to four. Three-run home run for Joey Gallo, his first in a Dodgers uniform. Dodgers up eight to four. The Dodgers bullpen, they picked up for Pepio too. Pesia, Price, Phillips, Martin combined for three and two-thirds scoreless innings. Craig Kimbrell got the ninth, and he gave up a run on a wild pitch. But that was it. Dodgers beat the Twins 8-5 to with the win. They sweep Minnesota. They go 5-0 and on the homestand. They've won 10 straight. They're now 44 games over 500. They got a 16-game lead in the division. And now they hit the road. First stop, Kansas City. Tony Gonsolin gets the ball tonight with more. We head out to Kauffman Stadium as we say hello to Rick Monday and Jose Moda, guys. Thank you very much, Tim. Well, for the Dodgers arriving in Kansas City in the early evening, that was in last night. And uh, tonight, well, they take on the Royals, a team kind of in transition, a lot of new faces. But for the Dodgers, not too many new faces that they are bringing in, although Dave Roberts changes his lineup a little bit tonight against a left-hander who's going for the Royals. Rick Monday along with Jose Moda and with producer-engineer Dwayne McDonald's. We get set to go. Jose, first of all, if you look at the numbers of this Dodger ball club, I mean, they lead the Western Division by a few blocks, if you will. But the numbers themselves, they won 10 consecutive games, and then a number I looked at a couple of different times, and you really have to let it sink in. Being victorious now in 32 of the last 37 games that they have played. We look at this team, as you have just uh, announced, obviously there's a lot of things that have gone well. There's a lot of things that become uh, repetitious when it comes down to performing well. And I'm talking about, Rick, the ability to go out there and have a starter shut people down. Okay, great. Yeah, that gives the offense a chance. But this offense just never lets up. You're talking about an offense sometimes that might be stymied for the first three or four innings. And before you know it, that lineup turns around once, twice, third time, and the guy on the mound on the other side better be careful. On top of that, there's still no better team in baseball when it comes down to attacking bullpens, working counts during those times later in the game, and becoming clutch by keeping it simple. Jose, the Dodgers, if you look at the lineup, I mean, the first three guys, they're horses. They've been pulled the wagons. You can really make the argument it's the first four guys with Mookie Betts, Trey Turner, Freddie Freeman, and Will Smith. Smith has really gone uh, crazy. The last 12 games, he's hit over 430. But tonight, a little bit different look against the left-handed pitcher that the uh, Royals are going to send out. That being that Trace Thompson will start in center. Hanser Alberto will start at second base. And Max Muncy, fortunately, x-rays were negative. A contusion to his hand in the final game of that series in Los Angeles. But Muncy's going to be in there tonight as the DH. I think it's going to keep Muncy in there. Originally, he was slated to play third base. Obviously, I uh, want to keep him off the fielding part of it today. But um, it's good to you know, keep him in there against a the lefty. He's got something going right now that you don't want to mess with, especially with the off day yesterday. But when you talk about the balance against a lefty, the Dodgers are slugging 438 against lefties. Okay, so they don't light up the radar as much as they do against righties in certain aspects. But they put together such good at-bats. They pass on a lot of information, too, on tilt on a breaking ball, what that changeup is doing. And against the lefty, you know very well, you got to cover the middle to the outer half and make sure you do have a plan in terms of how is he working you and the guy in front of you because they can copy that quite well. The other part, too, you mentioned Dave being Dave Roberts. He's also at the helm, and he continues to motivate this ball club, although you wonder how much is motivation from Dave Roberts or how much is just internal motivation that this team has built in. I think this team not taking anything away from Dave or anybody who built this team. 
they have enough veterans and voices that are quite solid experience i'm talking about justin turner freddie freeman and Trey Turner to begin with. These guys know that you can throw all the numbers at me that you want, you can show me the graphics, but it comes down to performing and making adjustments between those white lines. Some of the numbers in winning 10 consecutive games, the Dodgers have outscored the opposing team's 80 runs to 24. But tonight is another challenge. When we come back, we'll talk about the pitching matchups that we have. Tim? All right, thank you guys. We're off and running here on Morongo Casino. Dodgers on deck. We'll hear from Dodger manager Dave Roberts coming up. We'll check in with David Vasse, get the latest from the Dodgers and around baseball. Some breaking news coming from San Diego. We'll hear from Ryan Pepio. We'll break down this pitching matchup here. Chance to play the Six Flags. Most thrilling play of the game. But up next, we'll head out to Kauffman Stadium, go down the field, check in with Kirsten Watson. So he leads up to first pitch from Kansas City. Dodgers and Royals, first pitch at 510. Thanks for being with us. I'm Tim Case with Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. On your home for the blue all season long. It's the Dodgers and Royals on this Friday afternoon. Tony Gonsolin and Daniel Lynch, the pitching matchup. First pitch from Kauffman Stadium in Kansas City coming up at 510. This is Kirsten's Corner with Kirsten Watson. Brought to you by Cars for Kids. Now be a great time to clean out the garage and donate that old car to Cars for Kids. See how easy it is by donating online at carsforkids.org or call them at 877-CARS-FOR-KIDS. That's cars with a K. All right, you're in Kansas City, Kirsten. The game itself, yeah, great. Barbecue food. Have you had barbecue food yet? And what's the plan for these three days? Listen, so I love barbecue food. And I truly believe from the places that I have been around this country to try some barbecue, I think Kansas City has the best barbecue. So I know for some people that's going to be a hot take. Mm. But I genuinely believe this is the place. So last night... Um, we went to Jack Stacks, which Ooh. is kind of near a hotel, and we were told that that's the corporate uh, barbecue here mm. in Kansas City. It was divine. I had my burnt ends. That's a thing here. Oh, yeah. Whew. I, How you I, feeling I today? did a lot. Um, so I'm going to be honest. It was, a, it was aggressive. <laughs> I did do the three-meat platter. Wow. <laughs> so it was aggressive. Get it. And listen, I had to have the pulled pork. I had some ribs. I just needed a little bit of – I needed a bite of everything. Yeah, um, yeah it was a lot. Uh, but – this morning I woke up and I ate my veggies and I've now had a smoothie. So we had a smaller meal today mm -hmm. and we will prepare for our next round of barbecue. Tomorrow we are going to go to Joe's yes. at the gas station. And I'm thrilled about that because I've now been told that that is the, the top tier barbecue here in Kansas City. So yeah, the tour is going to continue. Nomar and the guys, they actually went to Joe's last night and they said they, they might have had meat sweats. So that's okay. They just had a little too much. And so we are all on our tour of uh, Kansas City barbecue. And it has been divine so far. That is awesome. We'll get an update tomorrow, of course, and on Sunday to see how it all wrapped up. All right, the Dodgers, though, in Kansas City. Max Muncy, the last time we saw him on Wednesday night, he came out of the game. We got hit in the hand on that one hopper. How's he doing? Yeah, he did. And he said that, like, honestly, right after it happened, his hand went numb and he kind of thought that he was kind of confused because he was rubbing his chest. He's kind of hit his chest as well. But it was his hand and it was completely swollen. So they did do an x-ray. That all came back negative. Um, and he said he just kind of had to keep watching it. But the swelling went down. And so he felt like he was good to go today. So he's in it as the DH uh, for this game. And Dave Roberts thinks that he will be ready to play third base tomorrow uh, but he said he's feeling better you know when I spoke to him he was just kind of like 
obviously wasn't great and things at the plate for him have been fantastic so he um, was kind of like frustrated at the the beginning but he didn't think it was anything serious he just kind of like this is quite swollen Um, but it went down he watched it and he's he's ready to get back out there and keep the keep his back going Dodgers taking on the Royals they don't see him very often in fact the last time the Dodgers were in Kansas City was in 2014 yeah no things definitely look a little different with this matchup um they have some young guys out there. Dave Roberts was, we were just saying how they have about six rookies that are going to be out there. And um, and it's challenging when you are playing a team that is, this is an interleague matchup. And so uh, you mentioned it right there. There's just not as much familiarity. So that does prove to be a challenge. Um, but this team, these guys, they are going to continue playing Dodger baseball. I mean, they are won 10 straight they're hoping to get to 11 straight and and really just kind of keeping that momentum but also keeping and staying aggressive because there has been a thing this year I don't want to say it's been a trend or anything but the Dodgers have struggled um, against teams that just aren't as good so hopefully they will not go with that narrative today and keep the offense as hot as it's been because they've been running up some some runs here so hopefully they'll keep that they'll keep that going all right still to come here on morongo casino dodgers on deck here so we appreciate it we'll check in with you after the game still to come we'll preview this pitching matchup we'll check in with david vassay but up next we'll get you an injury report and we'll check in with dodger manager dave roberts get his pregame thoughts from kansas city we're leading you up to first pitch dodgers and royals on this friday i'm tim cases los angeles dodgers audio network this, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. Dodgers on deck, y'all. On the official home of LA Dodgers baseball. It's the Dodgers and Royals from Kansas City. Tony Gonsolin and Daniel Lynch. The pitching matchup. First pitch from Kauffman Stadiums. Coming up at 510. The LA Dodgers injury report. Brought to you by UCLA Health. The official medical partner of the Los Angeles Dodgers, Clayton Kershaw on the IL with the sore lower back. More on him coming up. Walker Bueller on the IL. Yancey Almonte on the IL. Edwin Rios, Blake Trinan, Bruce Dar Gratterall, Tommy Canley, Dustin May all on the IL. He's recovering, though, from AAA in AAA Oklahoma City. Dustin May expected to join this Dodgers team next homestand. Victor Gonzalez, Danny Duffy all trying to work their way back. All right, let's head back out to Kansas City and check in with the Dodger skipper. Anything else for Dave? Dave, do you think... Other questions for Dave? Dave, can you just describe... Dave, can you talk about the pressure? In the dugout with Dave Roberts. Well, um, it it presents its own challenges. Um, You have a young team. I think there are six rookies that are starting tonight, so... Uh, they're going to play hard. They're going to try to uh, play their best against us, but which is nothing new uh, for us. But I think that as far as kind of really learning or knowing their tendencies or weaknesses, we just don't have enough information. So uh, it just goes out to just kind of playing Dodger baseball and, you know, win a ball game. The last time we spoke about Tony Gonsolin before his last start, you were just saying how one of the most important things of the second half of the season and him being a just continuing to have the success that he's been having is that fastball command. When you look at just his last start, do you feel like he is moving in that direction and kind of getting back where he was the first half of the season? Um, I think the last four innings uh, were really good, his last uh, outing. That first one, there was some kind of weak contact. He found a way to navigate that first inning. Um, but that second, third, fourth, fifth inning, I thought were very good. Um, and yeah, it, for me, 
Obviously, he's got good secondary pitches, but he's got to command the fastball. So when he does throw it, he's got to strike it uh, to keep those guys off of his uh, secondary stuff. And I do think that that's something for him to build on that last start. How long do you expect to be without Austin Barnes? Um, you know, Austin's got some personal things going on right now. Um, so our thoughts and prayers are certainly with him. Um, I don't know. I know that being on the family emergency list, I think that's kind of the definition. Um, it's minimum of three days and a maximum of seven. So uh, it'll be somewhere in that range. What kind of feedback have you gotten from Mr. Kershaw the first couple of days? Um, positive. Um, just watching him move around, the conversations, and, and Clayton's sort of an easy book to read in some senses, um, where he's talkative, and I've used the word jovial, then I think that's a good thing. And so uh, he went and played catch today. Um, after catch play, he felt good. We had a good conversation. So I think the plan is just to continue to progress through that, lengthen out each day and, until we get to the point that he can get off a mound. Estimate, I would say estimate, give or take five to seven days. All right, there's Dave Roberts down in the Dodgers dugout talking about Austin Barnes placed on the family emergency leave. Thoughts with him and his family. Down the dugout brought to you by Alignment Health. Get the freedom you deserve with Alignment Health Plan's AVA PPO plan. Visit AlignmentHealthPlan.com today. Big news off the field involving the San Diego Padres. Fernando Tatis Jr. suspended 80 games for violating the Major League Baseball performance-enhancing drug policy. He'll be suspended for the rest of this year, postseason included, and the start of next year. Interesting. All right, when we come back here on Dodgers on Deck, we'll check in with David Vassay as we lead you up to first pitch. Dodgers and Royals, first pitch at 510. I'm Tim Cates. This is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck. On your home for L.A. Dodgers baseball. Dodgers and Royals from Kansas City. Tony Gonsolin and Daniel Lynch, the pitching matchup. Game one of three from Coffin Stadium. First pitch at 510. Joining Tim Cates on Dodgers on Deck. I accept everybody for who they are. This is Dodger insider David Bassett. All right, Dave, Clayton Kershaw. He spoke to you just a little while ago. What's the latest? Good news, Tim. He played catch yesterday at Dodger Stadium before the team took off for this road trip to Kansas City. And then at Kauffman Stadium today, he was playing catch again. And he actually promised me once he starts playing catch, he would speak to the media. So there we were at his locker talking to Kershaw. I played catch yesterday uh, before we left uh, for the trip. And... uh, yeah, it's, it's, doing, it's doing better. Yeah, it's doing a lot better than uh, than I thought it would. So that's good, and um, kind of keep progressing from here. Don't have like a, a set timeline for sure, but um, definitely play catch in here for the next few days and kind of see how it goes. You're a little surprised by how your back has bounced back. Well, you know, the it's just uh, I didn't really know what to expect, you know, and so I think uh, after getting the epidural and everything, it, it really is really starting to feel better the last three, four, five days, which has been awesome. And um, yeah, it's bouncing back pretty well. Look, at the end of the day, we know, I know kind of what I feel like I need to do to get ready for October. And 
um, I definitely think we're going to have enough time to accomplish all of that, which is which is great. You know, it's it's no fun not playing, obviously, but um, I feel like we're in a good spot to um, be able to build up and work on things and get ready um, for October. What would be ideal as far as starts one, two? We'll we'll have plenty of time. We'll have plenty of time. <laughs> Does not want to box himself in on no. any sort of hard and fast timeline there, but from what we understand, Kershaw more than likely will get off a mound when the Dodgers return from this road trip. Dave Austin Barnes not with the team. How long is he going to be out? Yeah, well, number one, first and foremost, our thoughts and prayers go out to Austin's family because this is very serious for a player to go on a family emergency list. We do not know what the emergency is, but obviously it is serious with the Barnes family, and our thoughts and prayers go out to Austin and his family. Dave Roberts explained to us pretty clearly that when a player goes on the emergency list for family reasons, he has to miss a minimum of three games. So obviously he will not be here in Kansas City. The most a player can miss during this period of time on the family emergency list is seven games. So there's a very good chance we don't see Austin Barnes on this road trip. The Dodgers called up veteran catcher Tony Walters, who they signed during spring training. So Walters is the backup catcher. And in case you're wondering, Tim, who the third string catcher is for the Dodgers, it's Max Muncy. Hmm. He would be the third string catcher. Awesome. All right. Brought to you by Ford. Now during the Ford Summer Supercharged Sales Event, rev up your summer with great offers on select Ford vehicles. You're not only bring the fun this summer, you'll supercharge it, but you'll visit your local Southern California Ford dealer to learn more. Fernando Tatis Jr. Day was supercharging his summer. He got popped. He sure did. You could say uh, he crashed his motorcycle again Whoa! with this uh, suspension. Uh, Tatis Jr. was actually playing rehab games for the Padres when this suspension was handed down officially today. 80 games without pay, meaning not only does he miss the rest of this season, but next year you won't see Fernando Tatis Jr. playing for the Padres until after the first 32 games of next season. A huge letdown. He has let his team down going back to the offseason when he uh, crashed his motorcycle and uh, he lets his team down again. And you have to wonder, the Padres had to know about this two weeks ago, and that makes you believe that the urgency to land a player like Juan Soto and Brandon Jury and Josh Bell was even more urgent for their reasons. According to reports, Padres were unaware until today when they got uh -huh. blindsided. Sure. By this. So, yeah, we'll find out. All right, Dave, good stuff. Appreciate it. We'll check back in with you in 15 minutes when you go one-on-one -on -one with Ryan Pepio. All right. It's time now for the Six Flags Most Thrilling Player of the Game Contest, 866-987-2570. You know how it works. You predict the player and the inning the most thrilling play will happen in tonight's game. And if you're correct, you're going to win season passes to Six Flags Magic Mountain. Now, just for playing, you do get tickets. So if you've already played, you've already won. 866-987-2570. It's the Dodgers and Royals from Kansas City. I'm Tim Cates. It's Los Angeles Dodgers. Audio Network. As we were saying, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck on the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. Looking to sell your junk car? Jose Mora here. Pick your party of Southern California's leading car buyer paying top dollar for your vehicle today. Call 800-962-CARS and let Pick Your Part hit a home run for you.
It's the Dodgers and Royals. Tony Gonsolin and Daniel Lynch, the pitching matchup. Rick Monday, Jose Moda, best broadcast out there. They got first pitch coming up at 510. Woo-hoo. The thrilling play of the game is brought to you by Six Flags Magic Mountain, where Wonder Woman Flight of Courage, the tallest, longest single rail coaster in the world and the record 20th coaster, is now open. Rise above all else at the thrill capital of the world. All right, our three contestants ready to go. Gilbert, you are first up. Gilbert, what is your guess today? I take Trey Turner into seventh. Trey Turner in the seventh inning. All right. Good luck to you, Gilbert. Our next contestant is Scott. Scott, welcome. What's your guess? Trey Turner in the fifth. Trey Turner in the fifth inning. All right. Good luck to you, Scott. Our third and final contestant is Tom. Tom, welcome to you. What is your guess? I'm going to go with Mookie Betts in the seventh. Mookie Betts in the seventh inning. All right. Good luck to you, Tom. Good luck to Scott. Good luck to Gilbert. Our three contestants in the Six Flags most thrilling play of the game contest. Remember, conquer the new Wonder Woman Flight of Courage, the tallest, longest single rail coaster in the world. Rise above all else. Six Flags, Magic Mountain. When we continue here on Dodgers on Deck, we'll check in with Rick Monday. As we lead you up to first pitch, Dodgers and Royals from Kansas City. I'm Tim Cates. This is the Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. On your home for the blue all season long. It's the Dodgers and Royals from Kansas City. Game one of a three-game weekend set. Tony Gonsolin, Daniel Lynch, the pitching matchup. First pitch coming up at 5-10. Dodgers baseball brought to you by Shakey's, home of the original pizza, chicken, and mojos. The triple play of flavor on game night. Feed the group for about 10 bucks a person only at Shakey's. And now, joined by David Massé, here's L.A. Dodgers broadcaster and World Series champion Dodger, Rick Monday. Well, Rick Monday's no stranger to Kansas City. He was the first ever draft pick by the Kansas City Athletics back in 1965. Welcome home, Rick. Well, we taught him that that plan would not work. <laughs> you know what's really kind of weird is that uh, you played a different ballpark. It was a municipal stadium. It was located uh, closer to downtown than what this one is. The irony of it is, is that, you know, sometimes, you know, life goes full circle. This is an area that while I was playing here for that brief time before the club moved to Oakland, I would ride horses out here. Uh, there was a stable, and, and it's within maybe a mile or two of, of where this is maybe closer. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, this this was an area that uh, used to ride horses. That's uh, wild. Coming out here. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the town has obviously uh, grown, but... You know, quite frankly, this was a, a really a terrific town, a small town, a uh, small big town, if you will, when the, uh, the Kansas City A's were here. And, uh, you know, Charlie Finley decided to move the team to Oakland. And uh, the, the Joe McGuff uh, press box, which is below us where the writer section is, was the, uh, the sports editor of the Kansas City Star. And he was the one that was really on uh, on the back of Charlie Finley about, hey, you're, you're taking this ball club that has some similarities to the team that the Dodgers are playing here. That being filled with a lot of young players. And if you look back into the uh, into the mid and late 60s, uh, 68 was when the, the, uh, the club moved from Kansas City to Oakland. But if you look right in that area, you could see the ball club was filled with a lot of young players. Charlie Finley, one thing that he did exceptionally well, he believed in good scouting. So it was a team that was filled with a lot of young players. That's where we see the Kansas City Royals now filled with a lot of young players, and they're hoping that they can kind of uh, 
build upon it and build upon it within the next couple of years, be a, be a, a contending team. And for a young team like the Royals facing the Dodgers, a 10-game winning streak, this is somewhat of their World Series. And I think also from a local standpoint, don't know what the crowd will be in tonight's ball game. Um, one thing we do know, the Dodgers outdraw every team in baseball, whether it be home or on the road. The highest number of fans wherever they have gone this year. So I don't know what the whoopsie is going to be this weekend here, but I, I think from a uh, managerial standpoint, uh, you would think that this is going to be a good opportunity for the, the Royals to kind of uh, match up and say, hey, look, we're playing the team with the best record in Major League Baseball. Let's see what we can do. And the old adage is you normally try and play up to your competition, not play down to it. And which team is going to do that? The Dodgers, uh, you know, they've got to get ready because this is a this is a young spirited team for this Royals. Tonight's Dodger game plan is sponsored by California Community Colleges. Create your game plan for life with a college education. Enroll today at ICanGoToCollege.com. Rick, you can appreciate this. Dave Roberts was explaining to me that when the team is going poorly, he's the rah-rah guy. He wants to keep the energy up. And under circumstances like this, where the Dodgers mm -hmm. are winning seemingly every game, he still has to be the guy that keeps the focus of the ball club. Absolutely. You have to keep the, you have to keep the wheels on the railroad track. I remember years ago that Tommy Lasorda, very privately would say, you know, when I come in, and this is when Tommy was managing, when I come into the ballpark, first of all, nobody cares if I've had a good day or a bad day. My responsibility is, as soon as I walk through the doors of the locker room, is that I have to be upbeat, regardless of the of the day that Tommy Lasorda has had. And I think Dave Roberts and good managers understand that that's exactly what it has to be, and a routine that remains somewhat steadfast, and uh, I, I think the to keep the wheels on the track, although this is a very disciplined team. If we look at it, Dave, I mean, the numbers are just off the charts. I mean, you look at it, they've won 10 consecutive games. They're going to get close to the record books, uh, if not in, in Dodger history. And then you start to look at the fact that they've won 32 of the last 37 games. You have to let those numbers kind of set in a little bit. They've won 32 of the last 37. That's not something that happens in baseball, Rick. Uh, guys have told me in the past, you just don't win at that clip. No, no, because at some point in time, you expect, well, there, is there going to be a hiccup? Is there going <laughs> to be a letdown? The other part, too, is if you look at the record, um, we've got some guys that are, that are on the mend that may be coming off the injury list uh, very soon. And there's also the possibility you may get a couple of guys that, uh, that maybe go on the injury list. Max Muncy, for example, had the x-ray uh, hand contusion, came out of the ball game, the last game the Dodgers played at Dodger Stadium before coming on this road trip, but is good enough to be the designated hitter tonight. So you're going to get aches and pains and bumps and bruises. Hey, but we'll follow them as far as they go. Rick, great to be in Kansas City with you. Yeah, uh, there's a horse right around the corner if you want to ride it out. <laughs> I'm sure you wanted to throw me off. I owe silver. <laughs> Tim, we'll send it back to you in Los Angeles. We're having too much fun out here in KC. No doubt about it. Still to come here on Morongo Casino, Dodgers on deck. We'll get you a preview of tonight's pitching matchup. Rick and Jose will have the keys to the game. But up next, we go high and tight with Ryan Pepio, who got the start on Wednesday night. It's the Dodgers and Royals from Kansas City. First pitch at 510. I'm Tim Cates. It's Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. Dodgers on deck, y'all. On the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball.
It's the Dodgers and Royals from Kansas City. Tony Gonsolin and Daniel Lynch, the pitching matchup. First pitch coming up at 5-10. Still to come, Rick and Jose will get you the keys to the game. and We'll dive deeper into this pitching matchup. But first, David Vassay. And now, what will likely be Vassay fielding insults from a Dodger player. It's an engagement of endearment. This is high and tight. The Dodgers are in Kansas City for the first time since 2014, and I'm sure this is the first time for our guest to be here at Kauffman Stadium. That is Dodgers starting pitcher Ryan Pepio. Thanks a lot for the time, Pepio. No, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Is this the first time you've ever stepped foot in Kansas City? Yeah, first time in Kansas City for me. First time in the stadium, first time in the city. Uh, did your teammates take you out to dinner last night? Yeah, I went to dinner with some of the guys. It was a lot of fun. You don't want to tell us where or what? No. No, I'll pass on the details. Okay, so no barbecue, or was it fine dining? Uh, the, it was a good menu. had a little bit of everything. I had some fried catfish last night. It was really good. <laughs> oh, nice. All yeah. right. See, there we go. That's not top secret stuff right there. No, no, no. no. It wasn't top secret stuff. It was, it was good. <laughs> and now that you've been here a few different times, albeit at different points in the season, do you feel more comfortable when you get called up the way you did over the last homestand? Definitely each time I come into the clubhouse, I feel more comfortable. Everybody's really welcoming and kind and genuine to me. So every time I'm in the locker room and I'm around, like everyone makes me feel part of the team. Earlier today, I saw you out there in the bullpen. You were working on stuff for yourself, but you also were watching Tyler Anderson throw his bullpen. What can you pick up from watching him, and have you been able to pick up bits and pieces of knowledge? Yeah, I like to watch pretty much everybody's bullpens. Oh. Um, so I try to go out there, especially I'm, I haven't been here a whole lot. So when I'm around, I try to pick up everything I possibly can while I'm here um, and just kind of watch how people go about their business and see what things might work for me. What stood out to you the most watching these guys go about their business? Uh, for example, like Tyler's bullpen today, just how methodical he is and um, location of where he wants things and how he wants everything to feel. Yeah, I've actually watched Clayton Kershaw, the way he plays catch. It's with a purpose. Is that the one thing you're learning? Everything you do has to be with a purpose? I'm learning a lot, but that's definitely something I have. Like everything... You do everything with a purpose, every throw, everything has an intention. Ryan Pepio is our guest just in front of first pitch between the Dodgers and Royals. Uh, I heard that former Dodger and one of the better pitching coaches in the organization, Charlie Huff, was in Oklahoma City for two weeks as your pitching coach. What was that like? Charlie's great. I had, I've had been around Charlie a good bit the past couple of years. Um, he kind of fills in when, whenever needed. So he was a pitching coach for me in like 2019 in low A and then had him earlier this year, which... Charlie brings good energy. He's a lot of fun. He's got a lot of knowledge. Played the game for a very long time and is really, really good at it. So it's fun fun to pick his brain. He actually thinks a lot about Ryan Pepio. So what's the dynamic between you and him? Is it uh, closer than what we might realize? Uh, whenever we're around, it's a lot of jokes. Uh, just, <laughs> yeah. um, he's got a lot of stories. So just trying to pick, pick his brain, what he went about, his business, and then also just get into some of his stories that he had from his days playing. He was a big part of Kenley Jansen converting from a catcher to becoming the closer that he is today. Have you, have you picked any of those type of nuggets from him as far as manipulating the baseball? Um, no, uh, not, not a whole lot. Mm-hmm. It's more um, he tries to get us all to throw his knuckleball whenever he's around. Yeah. But um, other than that, it's kind of just – he, whenever he's watching my bullpens, it's just like more. It's like, why'd you do this? A lot of questions. Just kind of yeah. making sure, making me think about what I'm doing. Does that help you uh, grow and understand being in the moment and what you're doing and what the purpose is? No, no, it definitely makes me have a purpose for what I'm doing and actually have to come up with an answer, or a reason why I did, did a certain thing. And you mentioned the knuckleball. That's what he's famous for. How did how did you do when you tried to throw it? 
not good. <laughs> not good. It's not, it's not getting added to the arsenal, that's for sure. You may not have the nails. The fingernails are pretty uh, well-groomed, Pepio. Yeah, yeah, I keep them pretty short. <laughs> Before I let you go, there's been a lot of you guys that have been called up over the course of the season. Miguel Vargas, James Altman, yourself. What's it like now for all of you guys to get this opportunity at the same time? It's a lot of fun. It's really cool. It's pretty special to be um, recognized with those guys. And I mean, I've played with all those guys for the past few years, been around them. So to see all of us chasing the same dream and goal and seeing other people achieve it, it's really special. It might make it even more special to do this together, right? Definitely. It definitely adds an aspect to it. All right. One final question for you. The way you wear your pants and your socks, where does that come from? You, You got them all the way up to your knee. I don't like my pants long when I'm pitching because like they get in the way of my knees so I can just kind of feel like I have free pant, free knees and free movement when I have my pants up. Okay so a practical reason. Yeah practical reason yeah. It's not a superstition. No no not a superstition but I do like the old school looks so I'll wear these but I'll wear my stirrups when I pitch so. Those calves are intimidating Pepio it might be your edge on the mound. No see I have to compete with my little brother because his <laughs> kick mine so um, but I try. All right. Well, thanks a lot for the time. Great catching up with you. You're one of my favorite guys, so thank you. No, thank you. I appreciate it. There he goes, Ryan Pepio, and he receives a gift card to Travis Matthew. Travis Matthew is the first men's brand to truly blend lifestyle and performance apparel, creating soft, comfortable clothing that looks and feels great. Shop the latest looks at TravisMatthew.com. Send it back to you, Tim. All right. Thanks a lot, DV. Thanks a lot, Pepio. Dodgers and Royals. We're leading you up to first pitch from Kansas City. Up next, we'll dive deeper into this pitching matchup. I'm Tim Cates. This is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. On your home for L.A. Dodgers baseball. It's Dodgers and Royals from Kauffman Stadium in Kansas City. First pitch coming up at 510. And now, before the Dodgers hit the diamond, we look at the pitching matchup. Presented by your Southern California Toyota dealers, new vehicles like sleek new Camrys are arriving daily at your Toyota dealer. To see all offers, visit a dealer near you or visit toyota.com. They make it easy. Tony Gonsolin on the mound for the Dodgers. The Catman, 13-1 on the season, a 230 ERA. The 28-year-old right-hander making his 21st start this season. Tony Gonsolin has allowed two runs or fewer in 16 of his 20 starts. He has gone six-plus innings of work in nine of those starts. Last time out against the Padres at Dodger Stadium, five shutout innings, three hits, six strikeouts in a win. Tonight is his first time facing the Kansas City Royals. Daniel Lynch going for the Royals tonight. He is 4-7 with a 479 ERA, the 25-year-old left-hander, a first-round pick of the Royals out of the University of Virginia back in 2018. Made his major league debut last year as a call-up, making his 18th start this year. Just one win in his last seven starts, last time out, six innings, four runs, seven hits. He gave up two home runs while striking out six, but that was a no-decision against the Boston Red Sox. He's a fastball slider changeup pitcher. Fastball, he'll throw 45% of the time. 32% of the time, he'll slow, throw the slider. So the Dodgers lineup today, right-handed hitting heavy as they go up against the left-hander, Daniel Lynch. Tony Gonsolin in search of his 14th win of the season. Dodgers and Royals. We are 15 minutes away from Kansas City. Keys to the game are coming up next. 
I'm Tim Cates. This is the Los Angeles Dodgers. As we were saying, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck on the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. Dodgers start a seven-game road trip. They'll head to Milwaukee, but first up, a three-game series in Kansas City against the Royals. Tony Gonsolin, Daniel Lynch, the pitching matchup. First pitch from Kauffman Stadium is coming up at 5-10. Dodger fans, when you need the very best care for your child, go to Children's Hospital Los Angeles. Ranked number one in California for pediatric care. Find the right doctor at chla.org. All right, before first pitch, final check-in from the booth. We'll head out there and check in with Rick and Jose, guys. Thanks, Tim. For the Dodgers tonight, they're going to be facing a left-hander. It is going to be Daniel Lynch on the mound for Kansas City. Tony Gonsolin, who has been absolutely clockwork, um, a couple of stumbles uh, a couple of outings ago, but 13-1 and the record, uh, an ERA of just 2.30. And if we look at Gonsolin, he has been right on the money as well. I mean, when he gets really even at the back end of a ball game, he gives up a very low batting average against. But one thing that we're seeing different from last year, he's not throwing the fastball nearly as much this year as he has in the past. I think there's a reason for that. I think he's found that because of his consistent mechanics and release points and a guy that was known by so many as a nibbler, well, now he has command of the fastball when he wants it, and he can go out there and command also his secondary stuff. But, Rick, overall, his slider is a key pitch. You see him warming up between innings and spinning the breaking ball just to get a feel for it. He'll save that pitch when he needs to and just, as they say, steal a strike. But then comes the splitter. The splitter, of course, is his strikeout pitch. But the splitter also, in talking to Tony, gets him back on top of the baseball a little bit more as it did last time, driving down a little bit better when that fastball but, um Getting away from the fastball to me is nothing bad because he can command those pitches so nicely. Daniel Lynch is going to start for the Kansas City Royals. He's had a couple of trips on the injured list because of blister problems on his pitching hand. He's coming off a couple of good outings, but he gives up a very high batting average against him. So Dodgers trying to make it 11 wins in a row. When we come back, we'll have the starting lineups and first pitch. Game one of the weekend series, the Dodgers and the Royals right around the corner. All right, first pitch when we come back. Dodgers, 44 games over 500. Winners of 10 in a row. They got a 16-game lead over the Padres, who are in Washington, D.C. to take on the Nationals. The big news today, Fernando Tatis Jr. will not play this year. Trying to come back from an injury, suspended 80 games for violating the Major League Baseball performance enhancing drug policy he has done for the year and for the first 30 plus games of next year. All right, first pitch is next Dodgers and Royals from Kansas City. I'm Tim Cates. This has been Morongo Casino. Dodgers on deck on the Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. Enjoy the game, everybody.